Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Spencer Abel here from Abel Sports One. As uh, this college football Saturday nears an end, as we're wrapping up the Pac-12 games here, uh, looks as if Oregon has it in hand. I went ahead and prepared my uh, top 25 rank for the weekend, rankings for the weekend. So I'll give you my rankings. Uh, we'll start down at the bottom and climb our way up to, towards the top to keep it interesting. Alright, we'll start at 25. At 25, I got this undefeated Cincinnati Bearcats. Uh, their competition hasn't been great, but 5-0, and and they are impressive today with a, like 49 to single-digit something win. So I'm going, going with the... I, I like to reward wins over... Like, like do I think Texas A&M at a 2-2 two and two would beat Cincinnati? Yes, but I'm not like... It, like, I'll let it play out, and if Texas A&M's, like, 6-2, then obviously it'll be in my rankings, but we'll get there. Early, I gotta reward wins. Cincinnati at 25. Uh, after saying that, I'm gonna reward a team who the, well, I would have probably had this team ranked in my low 20s, but uh, they were unranked. Push this uh, Clemson Tigers today. The Syracuse Orange, I'm putting them in at 24. They look good in the loss. They were kind of choking it away there. But, hey, like that that game in the Penn State-Ohio State game, just a sloppy game all around. But going with the Syracuse at 24. At 23, we got the undefeated NC State Wolfpack. I seen the unranked on the... Uh, Whatever the TV uses to put next. There's the AP poll or whatever. But, uh... Yeah, I just... Uh, the NC State, I know they lost a lot in the D-line to the draft. But I, I still like NC State. And as long as they're still winning, I, I'm comfortable putting them there at 23. Uh, 22, I got another team that most people don't have ranked. But I'm in love with. I'm, I'm picking them next week to actually beat Michigan. The Maryland Terrapins, I know they lost to Temple, but, uh, you know, everyone in the Big Ten was getting bit that week, so I'm not penalizing Michigan State too hard, who will be 21st, so Maryland and Michigan State back-to-back 22-21, kind of similar cases. Could it could be big in the Big Ten East, I like that, but they could also, like, lose a few games, so they're kind of similar MOs right now. At 20, I got the Miami Hurricanes. I just, I don't know. I'm not, not in love with the U ever since that end of the year meltdown against Pitt. And then they got shellacked by the LSU Tigers. I don't know. They got to win a few ACC games. At 19, I should have pushed these guys up more. They're on right now. They're, they're handling cows, who I predicted... Uh, a, uh, earlier on, or last week on the show, I predicted Oregon would handle Cal against our, the alleged Pac-12 experts. I told me, no, Golden Bears. I said, no, Ducks. The Ducks are handling them. I was right. So I have Oregon at 19. Maybe they should be a little bit higher, but I, I don't believe in Cal. That's why I'm not using it as a credible win. I claim Cal should be unranked, which they are. Um... At 18, we got the, who are unranked currently, uh, the Florida Gators undefeated, had a big Dan Mullen beating the old team, uh, as Zach talked me into. I initially had, 
Mississippi State winning by getting backdoored, but after Zach talked me and did, I could wholeheartedly agree from that Florida's winning that game, and that's what they did. So give me them Gators at 18. <clears throat> 17. This is going to be an unpopular one. Wisconsin, I got them low. I just... They, they, who'd they lose to? BYU, who just got, like, hosed by, uh, or no, yeah, Utah State beat, uh, Michigan State, and I'm pretty sure, uh, BYU just, uh, yeah, BYU's who beat Wisconsin, so, I mean, and the Washington Huskies just hosed them, so you, you can can't be taking Wisconsin too serious, and I feel like they're going to go, and I mean, the, that Iowa game last week was close, I, I didn't see who they played this week, but, or if the Badgers were even in action, but, 17 I think is appropriate for a one-loss team, so, uh, 16 we're going to jump up, and these guys could be a little higher, but 16 I think is fair, they'll, they'll have a test next week, Michigan Wolverines, uh, they got pushed out in uh, Illinois today by Northwestern. Uh, Harbaugh's team was looking good the previous week against Nebraska, but I, I don't know. They had the ch a real test against Maryland. Their only loss is to Notre Dame, who I think is a really good team, so I don't want to penalize them too much, but 16... Uh, Michigan, I got, alright, 15, I got Texas, which is kind of going against logic, because I have them over a team that beat them, but, but Maryland lost, like, a bad team, that's why they're getting penalized and docked, and I, I love Texas, they, uh, they did exactly what I said they would be, do, beat Kansas, but not cover the spread, so, <clears throat> go with K-State in the back door, and that's exactly what happened. But the Texas Longhorns are a real team. They're capable of beating Oklahoma or West Virginia, who are looking like the clear favorites out of that conference. Uh, the Horns are the real deal. Texas is back, baby. All right, up to 14. These guys could be higher, but I'm putting them at 14 right now. Uh, the Kentucky Wildcats. That big, this man Zach both said uh, in the previous week, Easy pick of the week had the Kentucky Wildcats hosting South Carolina minus one. Uh, Stoops and the Wildcats took care of business. One that uh, still undefeated, still rolling. Them Florida and Georgia, maybe gonna make it interesting in the East. Who knows? Up next, I got at thirteen. I got the Washington Huskies. They. Uh, the week one or whatever it was early in the season in the opener, the, uh, them and Auburn had a sloppy game. I watched that one in the prison. It was uh, just like both teams kept trying to lose it. So I mean, but Washington's looked good ever since that one and looked good. They'd had moments where I thought they could have won it. And the Pac-12 North's gonna be kind of interesting. It's gonna come down to Stanford, uh, Washington, and. Oregon, and uh, I just think it's going to be interesting. There are a bunch of good one-loss teams there at the top. Um, and uh, so at 12, then, I will go with Stanford. Like, there's two, a lot of teams you'll notice and then kind of have the same MO, like Washington and Stanford, Michigan State and Maryland. Well, we'll get up to Oklahoma and West Virginia in a little bit, but they're kind of twins, if you will, have... 
could kind of all face similar futures. Anyway, Stanford at 12. Uh, tough loss out at uh, out in South Bend. Coming off that big win in overtime in Eugene, but uh, they just couldn't pull another rabbit out in the hat and, and uh, took one on the chin by the Irish, to tell you the truth. So, But they, it doesn't hurt them in regards to Pac-12 North play, which is the, their season's probably going to be uh, defined up wherever that game is. I don't know if it's in Seattle or Palo Alto, but the Washington-Stanford game is going to be a big one. Don't know when it is, but that'll probably decide the North. At 11, I got my Penn State Nittany Lions. Tough fourth down play call in there. <sighs> Drops them down to 11. You know, one loss. Gonna need some help, blah, blah, blah. Same Penn State thing every year. Five to ten. Don't want to be the Ranger in, and that's what Penn State lives. Alright, starting the top ten now. <clears throat> Auburn Tigers. Um, had a big win early against Washington. Uh, tough loss to LSU, but... You'll see coming up, I have LSU highly ranked. Auburn's still alive and well. You know, the, there could be a log jam here, but if they beat Georgia, say beat Bama, and then, um, like, who knows, Bama beats Shu, you get a little three-way going on, you never know. Auburn's still alive and well. The one loss, though, so I got half of them at 10. Can't have them anyhow. At 9, I got my defending national championship, UCF Golden Knights. They hosed Pitt. I thought Pitt would backdoor them. They did not. Um, Knights look good. What more can I say? Uh, until they lose, I'm going to keep them up there because I think they earned it. Uh, they beat Florida Atlantic. They beat Pitt. They, they're beating some okay teams here. And just they didn't lose last year. I'm keeping them up there. Beat Auburn in the bowl game. So, I mean, got to rank them over them. <clears throat> uh, seven and eight, I have the Twins, like I mentioned earlier. Eight, Oklahoma. I don't know. They just, the past two weeks, I know they beat up Baylor today, 66-33. But, uh, previous week getting pushed by Army. I just, I don't know. We'll see. If they stay undefeated, ultimately one of these two will get in. But right now, if I'm just saying, if I'd like my one through eight is kind of, I took like the top like undefeated teams, and if I thought they all squared off, who I think would win. So um, at eight I got the Sooners. Um, seven Mountaineers. I love Will Greer big time. These guys could be higher, but the programs above them are all like. Six-star, like, blue-chip programs. I mean, you, the Nears kind of just got to keep winning, and these teams will start losing, and they'll climb up. But uh, I have full faith in the West Virginia Mountaineers. At six, I got Clemson. They barely survived at, uh, at, uh, at home against Syracuse, who beat them last year, of course, and... um. Their, uh, what's-his-name transfers, they got uh, Sunshine in there, who gets a concussion, so they're on their third-string dude, and he brings them back. It was quite a doozy, but they're going to need more than that if they want to compete, like, late in the season, so I have them at six. 
At 5 of Ohio State, I mean, I wasn't really impressed in their win. I thought the better team lost, and the Buckeyes, I mean, did win a big game, technically, so they get the the cred for it, but 5, but I just think if they squared off, even, I think, honestly, if they squared off against Clemson, they'd lose of Suns. Yeah, I think the Nears could probably beat the Buckeyes, for real, but, uh... But I'm keeping them at five solely on the fact that I have a big win against Penn State. At the top four are my real heavy hitters. I honestly think one of these four teams are going to win the national championship. For Notre Dame, uh, they they beat Sanford at home pretty good. They're going to be heavily favored the rest of the way. At Virginia Tech next week could potentially be interesting, but if if Notre Dame doesn't look past it, they're, they'll handle business. I love the Irish. I think they're tournament-bound. Now, 3-1, through one, the 2012 throwback. Log jam of SEC schools at the top. At three, I'm going with my LSU Tigers. Uh, they've just, they're, they could kill an old Miss. They have them behind the woodshed, as we speak, beating them to a bloody pulp. Uh, they're finally got a quarterback. It's it's all clicking down there, finally. I, they look really good. This SEC East showdown is going to be... I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, SEC West showdown is going to be very exciting. Because you got the um, these two, well, Bama, then you got Auburn in there too, then Texas A&M who could steal a game. It's just, it's, it's going to be worth watching. Two, I got the Georgia Bulldogs. They beat up Tennessee today, but... Uh, I mean, what, what can you say about Georgia? They tackle, they run well, they can throw the ball. They're, they're just a typical SEC powerhouse. I mean, they beat teams by a lot of points. They're, uh, they get, you know, to get the number two rank, you got to be the real deal, and that's what they are. Another national championship or bust this year. So, And then it won, obviously, I got them, you know. Never playing the toughest schedule, but, you know, until someone beats them and, like, or looks just so good, I'm going with them to rank them over them. I'm going to roll with the defending champs, and Bama's looking pretty solid. They're my number one team, so. But if, uh, obviously, like, when the season of these aren't season projections, these are just, like, who I think are the top 25 teams currently with the resumes. Not uh, late season projections or anything. If I did have to give a late season projection for the tournament, I'd say SEC winners are good and take Bama, Georgia, LSU, take your pick. <sighs> Notre Dame's getting a slot. Big 12 winners getting a slot. And then either... Uh, Clemson or Ohio State, but I just don't see, I'm going to go with Clemson, because I don't think Ohio State will finish undefeated, because they weren't that impressive, so that's my top 25 with uh, my four tournament teams, so it changed a little after the Penn State loss, Penn State out, Notre Dame in, and that's that. Stay tuned for more Able Sports 1 programming. Thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen.
ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Where Spencer Was Right and Where Spencer Was Wrong from last week. Another one of your programming brought to, brought to you by Able Sports One Network. So we'll just jump right into it, folks. Um, where Spencer Was Wrong. Alright, I took BYU coming in the back door against the Huskies. Did not happen. It wasn't even close. The Huskies looked good. The Huskies would look like a potential tournament team, but they dropped that game to Auburn, so they're going to need some other conferences to put out a week like conference championship to get in. But who knows? They could get in. But, yeah, the Huskies clubbed them. I, to I wear our eyes wrong again. I took the Duke Blue Devils. I thought this could potentially be the year to get over the hump. I said it was a program game for Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech came out and they uh, beat up the Blue Devils on the road and with the backup quarterback. And well, we'll be hosting Notre Dame next week, so we'll see what the Hokies are. They're three and one, I believe, and have a have a show and prove next week against Notre Dame. Where I was wrong again, Pitt Panthers. Said Pitt could probably keep it close. Did not happen. Pitt got whooped by the uh, Golden Knights, and the Knights are rolling undefeated. In the, the UCF, I ranked them 9 in my rankings, so the good team, but Pitt not so good. And then where I was wrong again, I went out on a limb and took Stanford. They had some road magic the previous week. I was kind of riding that, even though Notre Dame, I thought, was the better team. I knew Notre Dame's quarterback certainly scared me, and Notre Dame uh, thumped them in that one in South Bend. So those were the four I took a loss. And I also claimed I thought the Michigan game would push. I'd stay away from it, so that's a, a no bet, so I wouldn't have Sunday morning, but the game did not push Northwestern covered the spread, just for the record. Where Spencer was right, took a lot more W's, was 8-4 and four on the week, exclude the Michigan win, so I'm still taking home some loot as always. I was right with uh, Penn State, we'll just start with them because they're at the top of my list here. Um, Penn State does this to me all the time. They weigh into these huge games. They're always getting points. They cover the spread and lose. They tear your heart out but keep your pocketbook nice and fat. But uh, I won the... Uh, I've, well, I've, been, I've bet on Penn State a ton. But uh, the, the big note, note ones where they lost and I won was uh, last year in Columbus, this year in Happy Valley against the Buckeyes, and then the USC Rays. Well, it was seven and a half points they covered it. I actually won a uh, with like one of those bull mania things. That was the game that locked it for me. Penn State covering the spread by the half point, ripping my heart out in the loss. So, so typical Penn State, but they they covered, so it's a win. <clears throat> West Virginia Mountaineers was super confident on them. They had, what, I think it was like six and a half, seven. They won by eight, so they covered it. But they're beating up Tech pretty good there for a while. I was catching glimpses of it. I had it. I'd throw it on here and there when I was working. And uh, the, the Nears look good. I don't know. I didn't see what happened. I guess Tech came back. I don't know. My brother Zach for, uh, from Able Sports 1 was telling me some stuff uh, the, the Raiders look good I don't know I th I'm a high on the mountain so I have them ranked 7 currently so I'm a big believer in them 
the the pick of the the easiest pick of the year was next. Kentucky Wildcats minus one at home against Carolina. I have Kentucky ranked fourteen in my rankings. They're still undefeated. I think they they could potentially make the them in Florida are at least making the SEC East watchable now to see if someone can maybe get Georgia. So that was an easy pick. And then to segue into my fourth, fourth win was Florida Gators. Um, I initially just liked them to backdoor it, but Zach also uh, heavily talked me into taking Dan Mullen against his old squad, and he pulled out the win. And Florida, it, it was a low-scoring affair, but, uh, you know, a win's a win at the end of the day. So I have the Gators ranked 18th. They have... Uh, they control their own destiny still. I think they'll ultimately lose to, like, Kentucky and Georgia. But, you know, who knows? Uh, Mullen's a great coach. The Gators are definitely starting off on the right foot. Where eyes right again. I'm pretty sure I'd say I'd take the... Oh, I know I said I took the LSU Tigers over Ole Miss. The Tigers are just like, you know way better and just a rivalry game like where I think it's like not a rivalry it's like for a West Allegheny moon like where the one team's just like beating the other provincially but uh I don't know I'm a big Tiger fan so I, I have LSU ranked three on my rankings it Ole Miss doesn't even sniff the rankings so I didn't. I thought that was a bloodbath, it, which it was. Um, and I, I forget the spread. It was like nine and a half or something. But I'm like, yeah, give me the Tigers. Like I, I don't know if it would have been the first one I was betting on, but I felt good about it. Another one. I this one was the most predictable game. I've seen it time and time again. I said take. I let Texas is gonna win the game. Kansas State's gonna backdoor them. What happened? It was like nine points or something, and the Texas won by four. It's like the most predictable thing in the world. So that one was easy money there. A game I got pigeonholed into picking. These are the two I got pigeonholed into picking, and they panned out to be right. The alleged Pac-12 expert, Zach, uh, asked me about Utah at Washington State, who I'd like. I was like, hey, you know, like, give me the Cougars at home. And uh, he's like, ooh, the Utes ground and pound this, ground and pound that. Guess what? The air raid ultimately uh, edged them out, and they succumbed to it. And Washington State Cougars and Pullman got me my seventh win of the night. And to round it out, a team I... Uh, didn't really like, but Z talked me into it, who I would have threw, like, a small bit of, like, a, t a tiny chunk of John was TCU-Iowa State taking the Cyclones, and they, uh, covered, too. So, that left me 8-4 and four on the week, where Spencer was right, where Spencer was wrong. Always going on the record, so the lanes can't say I'm faking it.